Bum, 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 bum. It's cold outside, there's no kind of atmosphere, I'm all alone, more or less. Let me fly far away from here. Fun, 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 bum, 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 in the sun, sun, sun. Bum, 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 bum. I want to lie, shipwrecked and comatose, drinking fresh mango juice. Goldfish shows nibbling at my toes. Fun, 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 Smegheads! My name's Jed Shepard. And I'm Daniela Phillips. Thanks very much for joining us once again for Smegheads, the, the Red, Red Dwarf, Dwarf Podcast. Podcast. Um, and this week we're talking the last episode of Series Yay! 6, Out of Time. But before we get into that, what have you been up to, Daniela? So, well, You're looking so cheeky today, what's going <laughs> on? Happy birthday to it's me. It's not your birthday. It's to my birthday tomorrow. Okay, birthday's tomorrow. Birthday going to house. Happy belated. Happy Early birthday. What do you do? So belated is afterwards. Yes. What's, is there an earlier one? Just, no. Pre-lated? Just, just happy birthday for tomorrow. Happy birthday for tomorrow, yeah. <laughs> what, what present have you got me, Jed? Um, well, you, you're having drinks or something on the the ninth okay yeah so yeah. I'll find your, your, your you presence want? is my uh, present yeah. what do i want i yeah. want something fluffy looking around the room nothing jumps to mind yet oh uh, wait i'll, I'll wait we'll you space the worm space worm <laughs> yeah get me a space worm, worm. <laughs> okay that's good have you been up to besides that um i have been <laughs> working hard yeah. playing hard <laughs> <Christ. laughs> i don't know <laughs> basically i've been doing a lot of reading watching some netflix i watch mind hunter have you I seen mind hunter mind hunter no. is amazing i've watched like the first 10 minutes and it looks kind of cool yeah it's really good okay about serial killers and things like yeah that. profilers nice mm. uh, up my street did did you watch my film on fox salt i did i loved it good i'm glad I loved <laughs> you it. have to say that <laughs> that's good <laughs> contractually obliged yeah <laughs> Um, I hope you guys liked Salt too. I'm sure if you didn't catch it on Fox uh, during American Horror Story, then you will have caught it somewhere online. I'm sure I can post it somewhere at some point. Just follow me on Twitter and then I'm sure it's somewhere. Um, yeah, and if you did like it, then 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 please do let me know on Twitter, at Jed Shepard, J-D-S-H-E-P-H-E-R-D, uh, because... And uh, if you didn't like it, just let me know. Yeah, just let, <laughs> so she can like rub it rub it in. Rub the salt in the wound, yeah. Oh, good one. She can do that. Um, but yeah, besides that, just doing Halloween-y things. Yeah. Uh, so Halloween was yesterday. I went to see Ghostwatch. How was it? You know, because I've seen it with you before as <laughs> I well. Uh, it was good because... Gl- glory hole. <laughs> they, had, they do have a glory hole. Uh, Steve... <laughs> Um, but that was just in the toilets. Um, Stephen Volk was there, the writer, which okay. is cool. Um, he bought one of my uh, Ghostwatch badges that I made. Awesome. Well, I've got one of those badges. You do, somewhere. yeah. His wife bought it for him, actually. So Aww, for Christmas. Oh, that's really nice. Good Christmas yeah. present. Um, and yeah, so that was cool. But besides that, I don't know. What else did. Oh, Comic-Con was good. Yeah. I did four 
or more shows. <laughs> We're all caught up now, aren't we? Yeah, that's, that's it. it. The end of the my, it's my last day of being 34 years old. Okay. 35 tomorrow. Well, are you going to change anything about your life? I am going to be grown up and mature. I would like to see that. I'm going to make good choices. Okay, that's good. <laughs> uh, well, you've been stuffing your face with Halloween candy. <laughs> I have uh, been, <laughs> true. So I'm not too sure that's going to stop. Uh, but your mouth's mouth update? <laughs> I know this is becoming a regular feature, yeah. mouth watch. People were um, asking about your mouth, mouth at Comic Con. Mouth is good. Mouth is intact. Mouth is ready to go. Good, excellent. I'm, I'm, I'm so what you want to hear? Yeah. Um, so we are talking. Let's get on to format. We are talking about Out of Time, mm. the final episode, um, Red Dwarf Series Six. And for me, this is a historic piece of television. It's not. Whoa. It's not one of the best episodes of Red Dwarf. Okay. It's not even good. The, in the. T- it's probably in the top three of the series, but I wouldn't consider it in the top 20 Red Dwarf episodes. Okay. But it's important, and I think it has Rimmer's most exciting moment. For, well, for the Rimmer it, fans, it this is some, right up it there. It has some amazing Chris Barry acting, I'll, I'll say that. Barry he's, excelled he's, himself. He's, he's stellar in yeah. this episode. I think there were like three episodes where Chris Barry have, has impressed me with, with his acting skills. Uh, one's Thanks for the Memory. Uh, one is Marooned. And his, his I was about there. to say marooned. I thought he's pretty good in that one. Yeah, I just the reason I say thanks for the memory is him acting drunk um, and drinking invisible cocktails. To, to me, that's just brilliant. <laughs> like it's great. Um, and then uh, finally, in out of time, it, this is Chris Barry. This is peak Chris Barry. Mm. He is great in this episode because. We'll come on to it in a second, but he takes what you know as Rimmer and spins it on his head and just makes you just really love this character and love mm. Chris Barry. And w- the last five minutes of this is probably the most tense few minutes in, in, in Red Dwarf in yeah, all the episodes. It's pretty good. If they could capture this moment and <laughs> for, the, for the rest of the, of, of the new series, then they're onto a winner. But anyway, what's this episode about? Well, it's, I mean, obviously there's a play on words with the, with the name of the episode, Out of Time, and it's the last episode. And I think people were getting to the point when this was aired in, in 93, because um, this was 36 shows in, and I mean, it's a space sitcom. Mm. How long is this ever going to last? People must have been thinking, this has got to be the end. This is the end of Red Dwarf. Um, so you, you can, we'll come on to it in a second, but you can kind of tell that this was potentially the last could have oh, been really? the last episode of okay. Red Dwarf. Yeah. Um, so it starts in a kind of a, a bleak place. And, and this whole episode is kind of bleak in places. It's quite dark. It is quite dark. But they've basically lost Red Dwarf. The previous episodes, they were they were hot on its tail, just around the corner. It yep. was coming. Um, and this, they've lost they've lost all trace of the, the, the big Rouge one. Um, and Rim has appointed himself, as, as he often does, as the morale officer um, of the of the ship. Now I don't know how that's going to work because he does the he does the opposite. Mm. Um, he makes everyone angry at him. He's annoying. He's he has one of those faces you just want to punch. <laughs> um, and if any if anyone you know or I know has ever announced themselves as a morale officer, you just know they are the worst, the worst people. If you look work in an office and someone goes, okay, I'm the morale officer, they are the worst human being alive. It, it, I don't know. It makes me think of like Chinese factory workers. Okay. Why? I don't know. It seems like that would be a position in communist China. 
But in the factory, they would have a morale officer. This is getting extremely close to the edge now. <laughs> Daniel, I'm not too sure. The, the Chinese are going to be our, our, our leaders at some point, I'm, I'm sure. They, so they will we need be. to be good, we need to, be they good will to them. They will be our overlords. Yeah, and then I will, me and you will be morale officers <laughs> with our new Chinese in overlords. Our, in our hidey high jackets. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so the, so the crew are on Starbuck and um, they, essentially this, ep- this episode has a lot of kind of interesting sci-fi concepts um they fly through a region of space that's covered in these unreality pockets mm. it's an episode of star trek discovery which is on netflix right now most recent episode in fact it's kind of similar to this i'm not sure they've, they've nicked it off red dwarf but these unreality pockets are basically um moments of time that distort how you perceive reality to be um and it's quite clever it's great i mean i mean the the writing in this when the rob grant and doug naylor together as a team they have the right balance of comedy and sci-fi as you can see in this uh these unreality pockets um are a bit like kind of like lsd trips really um and you get them uh believe in certain things that aren't real um myself and danielle just just watched a little bit of it right now we see um them lister kind of gets knocked out conscious out the control panel um so they take him to the medical room and upon examination realize the whole time he <laughs> has been an android um which is great because i lo- i love the how like Crichton <laughs> automatically like starts ordering him around and goes the, just goes mental because Crichton's a series 4000 and and this is series 3000 because in the series 3000 even though it looks more advanced is actually less advanced um and they did people realized that they didn't want people to um their androids to look too hyper realistic because it's unnerving um so so Crichton's been an absolute b-hole <laughs> <laughs> and um is basically ordering uh lister around and, and it's just like oh this can't be right man this can't be right um but then they kind of realize that um they are in these unreality pockets there's all various different other things that happen like mm. they've all got animal heads etc and um and no one can remember cat in one of them too uh, but Crichton suggests that while they're going through these unreality pockets they go into uh, deep sleep like, like they did when Lister woke up from it um, in episode one in Sirens um, but what they uh, find when they awake is the reason why these unreality pockets are around um, it's because they're protection um, and Daniela can you remember what it's protection for? No <laughs> you really can't, can you? I really can't. It's it's uh, basically it's a um, it's kind of like like a moat around a castle, but instead of a castle, it's a ship with a time travel device on it. Do you remember this? <laughs> I don't remember any. We of literally that. just watched this. I mean, so like. <laughs> So on, on the ship, they, they basically learned that this particular ship had a, a virus um, and they can't really work out how this virus was on this ship because the, the virus had died 800 years before. But then they kind of realised that this is a time-travelling virus. This virus was picked up um, 800 years in the past um, but just killed everyone on board who didn't really have the natural defences against um, influenza. Um, so being all alone in space this drive created these unreality pockets um in order to protect itself from looters um and and other unsavory characters uh but luckily the crew of the red dwarf why are you smiling at i'm me? back on board yeah okay you today. remember this now yeah um, 
so yeah, so the um, so the Red Dwarf c- crew have finally something's happened that's good for them. They usually they were just moaning about the state of their life, and now mm. they've got a time travel device. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, um, and if they um, if they found found a fast and light drive, then they can just go anywhere in time and space. Um, but um, something unusual happens. Mm. Can you remember what that is? So, <laughs> have you watched this episode i did but it was a couple of weeks ago because okay. we were supposed to film it but then i got ill um yeah so the, um sorry guys <laughs> i let you down you remember I'm the ending i'm disappointed in myself you'll remember the ending though right because we literally watched it I five sh- seconds I ago okay, i do i do um so the crew so the crew uh they're basically <laughs> confronted by a future version of themselves which was kind of... I le- remember all of this Okay, part. good. Okay. <laughs> so the future version themselves, and it was kind of hinted at in the previous, at the end of the previous yes. episode, the end of Rimmerworld, which we discussed last week. Um, and the crew are... Um, <laughs> looking a bit shabby. They are looking a bit shabby and worse for wear. Uh, and they kind of explain... We So we see them all looking old and kind of fat and kind of falling apart. Um, but yeah, there's someone not quite there. Lister. See, I remember. remember I yeah. remembered. <laughs> and what do you remember what's happened to Lister? Um, he is just a brain in a jar. He's just a brain in a jar, <laughs> which isn't great. No, I'd it's not ideal. Die. Would you rather die? It's not ideal. Um, so if you had the option, right? Okay, yeah, this is, this is okay. The, your two options. Okay. Um, you can either die and lose all the memories and all the happy times you've had in your life and all future ones, future time travel adventures, experiences... Um, or you could be a brain in a jar and experience this in the most weird, depraved, depressing way possible. What would you rather do? Die. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's the right answer because yeah. nobody wants to. What's Die. the point of living yeah. if you're just a brain in a jar? Yeah. Um, but like, um, it's it's obviously like it, it makes Lister. Um, absolutely sick because this is his future this is what he's going to have to kind of put up with i'm just laughing because i, I can't remember most about what happened in this episode but the one of one of the notes that i made on my phone to remind me was the fact that a log cabin structure was made from chocolate fingers yeah <laughs> <laughs> the vital great. bit of information that i captured yeah because i mean they've been living the good life that this crew of red dwarf they've been going around space and time and they got chocolate fingers Get, getting chocolate fingers they've been um hanging out with like very unsavory characters they've been hanging out with um like hitler and all those basically emperor nero catherine the great herman goering vlad the impaler which um you kind of see in the in the new series yeah, of red dwarf you see them hanging out with uh those, those characters back. yeah um so like they i mean the, the current crew of red dwarf don't really like don't really like the kind of the the future that they've got set out for them no they've um, turned into dicks yeah and i mean if you had the option to go anywhere in space and time um would you use it to kind of you know i didn't use it to make myself wealthy <laughs> just unprovoked that's what you would do but absolutely do you think you would be do you think your soul would be tarnished by the fact that you can have anything you want? No. 
if you made it so you'd be like you'd be like a, a multi multi billionaire yeah but you'd be corrupted and i'd well i think i'd still be like i am now so take Absolutely. from that what you want i don't think you would i don't think you would <laughs> in the slightest so would you would you would you be happy to be eating maynard's bassett's halloween trick-or-treat sweets with me yes when you have the option to just like i don't know buy a plane and, and i can do that tomorrow no you wouldn't i think you misjudge how, the corrupt how money can corrupt no i think i'd be fine no i don't i don't think so i can, I can just imagine you being a <laughs> yeah. right tyrant <laughs> yeah i would be 100%. <laughs> um, but the thing is like until it happens like you like, don't know you don't know yeah I and mean, we see it with like young sports stars and stuff yeah you get loads of money then they become i mean i'm not the most successful person don't in life silly you want a successful um, i'm quite podcast. modest but when I ever have, have like the littlest bit of power, it goes completely to my head. <laughs> completely. Oh Christ! Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I, don't, I'm, I mean, I enjoy like sick being successful at things, mm. um, and I try to like keep myself grounded. Mm. But um, success and power is different. I don't know. I think the more success you get, the more power you have. I think. Possibly, like for instance, I mean, let's not don't really want to get into the Harvey Weinstein thing, but like he, um, (laughs) because he's successful, it makes him more powerful, makes him more rich. I think it comes hand in hand, and without that success, he wouldn't get these like actors coming up to him and and kind of thinking he can can Mm. help them out. Yeah, that's true. Um, Well, yeah, so power does kind of corrupt so i will try to remain that's all right there's no danger of it happening to me <laughs> anytime soon you never know you never know um so yeah so um luckily for crew of red dwarf uh lister refuses to help their future selves because he doesn't want to become i mean the other can probably live with it like just yeah. be, being a bit fat um and old but like lister was just like no i don't want to be a brain jar no. so he basically Fair. gets a bazookoid and sends them back to their ship um without all of the kind of uh, information they need in order to kind of fix their drive but um and they kind of kind of discuss the fact that they're destined to lead this horrible life and lifestyle because they've got this drive but i mean you know if you're presented with a time travel machine you you would like like you've just said just there you would think okay now this isn't going to happen to me i'm not going to be like those guys now we know now we know that's going to happen i'm going to do the complete opposite Mm. but i think this is this is just great writing this is really good writing because um you definitely even even though it's been placed in front of them they still don't think it it can it can happen to them Mm. um but then uh they quite soon realize that the uh their future selves are not going to give up too easily um and the future selves launch an attack on them and um basically fire on the sh- um we're ready to fight and for once the red dwarf crew do not back out yeah um rimmer's like going all guns blazing yeah rimmer's like let's bring it on let's fight and they're like sir um because rimmer is not usually yeah. he's usually the one that kind of like and be i like coward. this side to rimmer i love this this is brilliant yeah so he so basically rimmer is the instigator in this mm. um he said nope let's fight and um they all fight and it's better dead, better dead than smeg um and cats is it better dead than that any better anything than that too pay um, <laughs> i like that so oh uh, no that was uh christmas <laughs> so, yeah um but there's so much so much uh to to say about this particular scene that the guys who 
they kind of they fight quite a lot and um i mean that's the whole premise of red wolf these four guys space bums fighting in space but here showing them unified it almost brings a tear to my i remember watching this and just thinking this is the best this is the best all these friends together (laughs) knowing that they might die yeah going up against themselves themselves (laughs) and i think that's I mean, it's quite poetic that that's kind of what they've been doing since since day one, going up against themselves. Yeah, the true. biggest enemy is kind of themselves. Yeah, Rimmer is definitely his biggest enemy. <laughs> Cat's kind of vainness is 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 his kind of downfall sometimes. Uh, Crichton's eagerness to kind of help uh, humans is kind of his biggest um, enemy. Um, and yeah, and this is just a just a space bum. So they. Um, so yes, so so they're willing to fight. So they they fire a shot, and it's a direct hit. Unfortunately for them, the feature cells um, have a star bug that's kitted out. Yeah, it's pimped. Um, so they have pimped my bug. Yeah, pimped my bug. So they've, they've got they've got better laser cannons, etc. So um, they get fired upon, and unfortunately, it kills Lister. And watching this as a kid, you just think, hang on, hang on, Lister, what's happening? They, they've killed they've they've killed Lister. This is the worst thing to happen ever. And just when you're recovering from that, they kill Cat. And you're like, no, no, I don't want this to happen. This is not my Red Dwarf. I'm a kid. I want this to keep going forever. Yeah. This is my favourite show. I was watching this. So I was thinking, hang on, this is my favourite show. This cannot end. Um, Did you really think it was ending? Though, yes, then? Okay. yes, yes. And then they fire again. And Crying's there. Just, and he's just about to say something. He's, he's, really vital. Yeah, just about to say something. Um, to Rimmer. Um, there may be a way and Rimmer's like there may be a way to what there may be a way to get us out of this mess and then um, Rimmer just I mean Chris Barry in fact is absolutely amazing give him all the Oscars yeah honestly (laughs) no he's so good he's really good his intenseness his kind of just he's running 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 is really hard to do (laughs) but just before that though when he's when he's kind of like trying to shake Crichton in order to kind of get him to kind of say some last words of how to 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 stop this the kind of the realization when he realizes what what he must do um it's it's just brilliant and you just see him running running through the decks and the music's kind of pounding um and it's a bit like interstellar and it's with a bazookoid and he runs up he finds the time drive and he blows it up um and then basically you just see red dwarf explode dun, dun, dun. and then you see to be continued i know real cliffhanger ending it is a real cliffhanger ending but i mean as everyone knows uh there was another ending that was filmed yeah. and i think everybody has seen it here red dwarf fans in the original ending which you can you can find on various places on various dvds and uh streaming um places <laughs> um you have um rimmer you see rimmer actually blowing up the uh time drive which restores all of the crew to red dwarf because uh if you blow up the time drive then you'll never meet the, the future cells the future cells will never recur so that's restored everyone back to um pre finding the time drive um and uh, you see them in in this in this alternative version um drinking to the present um and then lister says that's urine recyc and they all have like urine foam moustaches just absolutely brilliant i just just love it um very a very different ending yeah but like in hindsight 
I mean, it would kind of be nice to see that resolution, so I wouldn't have to like have a sleepless night. Yeah, yeah. sleepless nice for years until they kind of brought it back in in seven. What a disappointment! Anyway, um, the, the ending that we did have uh, that was screened. I think it's good enough. Yeah, it's. Um, I'll, I'll move you there. Yeah, it just leaves it on such a cliffhanger. You just don't know what to feel, but you've just seen Rimmer do something so heroic. But in your mind, you hope to Christ that that is the enough to save Red Dwarf, um, and that's that's why I love this episode. It's so good. You you see Rimmer in a new light. And yeah, this this episode's definitely warmed to me. Yeah, or you've warmed to it. I've warmed to it. It's warm to me. I don't know. So yeah. I feel warm about it anyway. Um, yeah, I think going before going into this episode, I preferred Rimmer World. But actually, on hindsight, I think this is a stronger episode. Okay. And as this is... We've not done this before, but as this is the kind of like the hero piece for Chris Barry, yeah. um, I want you to name <laughs> three other shows oh, gosh. Um, that Chris Barry, Barry's been in besides... You can't mention Red Dwarf. You can't okay. mention British Empire. No! no you can't. <laughs> you okay. But if you just think, he's oh. been in a ton of stuff besides Red Dwarf. And you can't mention films. Has to be TV shows. Oh. I'll give you a clue. He started his... Uh, I'll give you the first two. He was in a show called 655. Never heard of it. That was a time, it was like 1982. Then he was on Carrot's Lib, which Never was Jasper Carrot's show, which a lot of people have been on. That was 1982, 1983. Um, and then you, you've got, I'll give you five chances to name one other thing he's been in. Five to name one. You can't say Brett's Empire. <sighs> or like... Uh, Get fit with Britas. That was another thing that was there. You can't mention can't smoke. Won't. Oh, that was going to be mine. Um. Okay. Has he been in Alan Partridge at all? Ooh, that's that's the sort of thing I would imagine him popping up in. Yeah, that's a good shout. But no, unfortunately, he isn't in that. I was just double checking to make sure he wasn't. Should know to do that podcast too. (laughs) Um. But I think British comedy, alternative comedy. Of the 80s and 90s. Uh, you actually named one of them last week. <laughs> Your face is amazing. <laughs> Daniela's look of... <laughs> um, the Bill? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's never been in The Bill. Okay. Okay, I'm going to give you a clue. Um... I'll give you another one. So he was in Smith and Jones. Remember you mentioned that? Oh, gosh. Smith and Jones. Remember that. He was in Lenny Henry Tonight. Okay. There's been a ton of other things. Oh, I don't know. Okay. Okay. You give up. I give up. Okay. So he, Chris Barry, like he's not just, he's been in some amazing things. He was in The Young Ones. Not seen it. What? What did he do? Um, he was in uh, Spit in the Midge, of course, which is. Not was, seen it. You've not seen any spitting image. No. What were you doing when you were a kid? I was being a kid. It's for grown-ups. Yeah, well, you must have stayed up late and just... No, s- I went to bed. No. That was a good okay. girl. He was in Filthy Rich in Cat Flap with Rick Mail. He was in Blackadder the Third. Oh, okay. I've seen Blackadder. Yeah. yeah. Playing um, uh, the ambassador in uh, Nob and Nobility, which is a great episode. Um, uh, he was in um, uh, well, Jack and Ori in 1993. <laughs> He was in The Man from Auntie, the TV series, and he was in, more recently, 
he was in Car Crash TV as the narrator. Well, <laughs> I can't believe I didn't get another one. Okay, he was in Midsummer Murders, so you should have got that. Um, so, yeah. So, Chris Barrett's been in a ton of stuff. Maybe we'll yeah. do the other ones um, in other episodes. <laughs> Who knows? Get excited, guys. So, that's out of time. And yes. we're almost out of time. But before we yes. are out of time, let's rank Series 6. Okay. Okay. What was the best episode in for, Series 6? For me, yeah. my favourite was sirens wrong but go on okay sirens yeah okay then probably um gum and love pockets okay yeah then emo hook okay then out of time okay then rim world right. and last legion that is mental. Okay. <laughs> that is tr- that is truly strange. <laughs> I am truly strange. Okay. So my favourite of Series 6 is Government of the Apocalypse. Um, second, uh, now is out of time, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah, I really like Incredible. it. Um, then Legion, third. Uh, fourth, Sirens. Um, f- fifth, Emo Hawk. And lastly, Rimworld. Emo Hawk and Rimworld are kind of on, on par kind yeah. of at the bottom. Yeah. I mean, they're not bad episodes, but they're just not the greatest. But yeah, I just come with the Apocalypse mm. is one of the best re- um, Red Dwarf episodes yeah, ever, I think. Yeah, I def- definitely think so. Um, uh, I'd be interested to see who agrees uh, with who, who, if our listeners agree with. I think everyone pretty much agrees with me, <laughs> me <laughs> on this me. one. Does anyone agree with me? <laughs> anyone out there got any sirens, love? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I know <laughs> Sirens is all right, but like the best of Series 6? I had Gundam too. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, well, yeah. So I guess the next time you'll hear from us is we'll be doing the new series, I'm Series so 12. But then after Series 12, we've got to do Series 7. Uh-oh. Jeez Louise. Uh-oh. Absolute. We're going to need a lot of candy. A lot of candy, a lot of alcohol, a lot of pizza. I think we should do one episode when we were drunk. Okay. Um, that'll probably have to be the first of series seven. seven yeah. Okay. I think we should get really, really drunk um, okay. before the episode and okay. then do it. <laughs> <laughs> See okay. if we make any sense. Okay. That's <laughs> a plan. That is a plan. Yeah, no, I'm okay. off that. Let's, okay. let's do that. Okay. Let's do some sh- oh, we should have a, like a shot competition. Yeah. Like every time they mention the word nanobots in series in the first episode of series okay. seven we have to take a shot okay. we'll be smashed okay. um okay well thanks very much for listening to uh red, smoke has the red dwarf podcast uh series six hope you enjoyed it and hope yep. you enjoyed us yeah uh daniela <laughs> where can they find you should they want to talk to you you, you can find me on twitter i'm at daniela of one l phillips and you can find me on Twitter at Jared Shepard, J-E-D-S-H-E-P-H-E-R-D. Find my record label, postpoprecords.com, all the other postpop podcasts at postpoppodcast.com, where you can see Monkey Tennis, Empire of Least Resistance, What to Watch on Netflix, The Pilot Podcast. But I mean, this is the best one. This is the original one. This is one. the best one and the original um, <laughs> alright guys I'll see you next time oh, don't forget to um, Monkey Tennis has got a live show on November 22nd at the Prince Charles and the Mar Leicester Square come along guys uh, we've got the big room we've been upgraded to the big Ooh, room so it's going to be room. good alright well we'll see you next time Smokers bye bye